This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Fresh unemployment figures today added a new wrinkle into whether or not there will be another round of coronavirus aid for the economy. The unemployment rate fell to 13.3% in May, and the economy added 2.5 million jobs. Many of them were leisure and hospitality workers going back to work. Construction and healthcare jobs also played a role in the increase. But many still see the need for more help for the economy, including agriculture. Ohio Democrat and Senate Ag Committee member Sherrod Brown says he doesn't want the economy to suffer. If this, this economy goes deeper into, the, into, the, into a rut, it's going to be that much harder out of, into that ditch. I grew up working on a family farm. I know when a hay wagon gets caught in a, you know, in a rut or in a ditch of some kind, how hard it is to pull it out sometimes. And the economy is not much different that way. We, we, need, we don't want that rut, that ditch to get deeper. And it will if we don't invest sooner rather than later. He says legislation should offer targeted investments. If we don't do this right, as the, as the economy opens, if we don't invest in local communities, local schools, local, um, local, local counties and villages and cities, we're going to see the economy continue to struggle. People have to know when they go back to work that it's safe. When asked specifically about whether or not he would support an increase in the borrowing authority for USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation, he said he could as part of a bigger picture. We always did the farm bill kind of reaching across all those differences. We should do the next round of coronavirus the same way. So sort of in that sense, leave nobody behind. Farmers, consumers, others, there's no reason we can't do that. Um, this farm bill, this this next round, not a farm bill, but this next round should be more like a farm bill that we've passed and work together across party differences and urban-rural differences and work across geographic expanses of the country. There's more from Brown, including his thoughts on future trade policy, in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. The gradual reopening of American businesses is also having an impact on some segments of agriculture. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Wineries across the country could see losses in the billions this year, despite some tasting rooms starting to reopen. Wine expert John Moromarco at BW166, a wine and spirits consulting firm, says larger wineries have not seen the economic blows of COVID-19 like smaller ones have. The majority of wineries are relatively small. They tend to uh, sell more in the what I call the on-premise, but like restaurants, hotels, etc. And then also they rely a lot on their tasting rooms and their wine clubs. So when you, as I said, the big guys have looked, uh, you know, weathered the issues fairly well. Uh, the small players, they're having a tough time, you know, because restaurants have been closed, that business just dried up. Tasting rooms have been closed, that's, you know, a lot of the revenue for small wineries, and that's dried up, so it's been tough for them. April analysis done by Mora Marco suggests the wine industry could lose close to $6 billion on an annualized basis. You're going to see, you know, varying impacts of, uh, as the industry starts to reopen, nothing is going to come back immediately. So, Ideally, it'll be somewhat less than $6 billion, but there's going to be billions of dollars of impact on wine, wineries in total still. He expects winery tasting room customers to not return to 100% until mid to late next summer, but noted the development of a COVID-19 vaccine will be critical. 
For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The Department of Justice wants to see some information from the nation's largest meat packers. According to Bloomberg, DOJ has sent a request for more information from Tyson, JBS, National Beef, and Cargill as part of an inquiry into antitrust concerns in the beef industry. It's the first indication that DOJ has taken up an investigation after President Donald Trump called for one last month. USDA has previously announced an investigation into beef pricing margins following a packing plant fire at a Tyson plant in Holcomb, Kansas. That investigation was also expanded earlier this year to include pricing issues following the coronavirus outbreak. Earlier this week, a Colorado grand jury also issued indictments for four poultry industry executives. Now, here's word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.